the Suarez Life Podcast 2020, Episode 9. Uh, Will Evans here with Brad Larkin, and in the wake of a momentous victory, Brad, still buzzing after that one? Oh, how good was it? How good was it? And how good did that humble pie taste? Oh, I, d- uh, I didn't delicious. mind chowing down on that at all. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely better to to uh, be on that side of it. And, um, yeah, we said we would... Uh, would cop to it if if everything we said um was thrown back in our face so yeah um yeah the team overachieved a lot of guys that we didn't think were going to go that well went very well um i will say though the late changes to the pack made a huge difference uh adam bleed of the front row burr out of the side um katoa back into the starting uh, second row and murchie onto the bench so those changes, if, if that team had uh, been trotted out on Tuesday, we would have been a bit more um, oh, yeah. sympathetic to their chances. But nevertheless, uh, fantastic. 18-0 over the Dragons. Uh, distinct outsiders. Certainly no one saw that result coming. And no one saw 46 of 48 completed sets. No mistakes to the 75th minute coming. Nah, it's insane, wasn't it? Insane. And do you know what... Oh. During that game, it was the first time in a long time. I've sat and watched Warriors games lately just numb, with no aggression, no emotion. In that game, in the second half, I was feeling it again, and I was up off the couch, effing and seeing at the TV again. It was awesome. Yeah, it was uh, It was one of those games that reminds you why you're a Warriors supporter, and even in the bad seasons, they'll come up uh, with a performance like that. It reminded me, obviously, we didn't get the result then, but Anzac Day last year, just a... A performance that makes you proud to be a fan of the club and why well, you just keep coming back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, awesome, um, awesome feeling. Yeah, obviously, the uh, two great stats there the, the completed sets one creating history, um, just amazing stuff, not making a mistake till five minutes to go. Also, only the eighth uh, clean sheet in our history and the first since 2014. So, great defensive yeah. effort. There's obviously a, a feature. And is it even longer in Aussie that nil? Or is um, that the last oh, one? I didn't, didn't check that. It, the, that one was um, against Parramatta at Mount Smart, so it is... Yeah, I think, I don't know, I could be horrendously wrong because I shouldn't even delve into this side of things, but I think I think it was 14 years, the total. Yeah, possibly. No, it, um, in, in Australia, yeah, in Australia. Yeah, 66-0 over South Sydney, our record win. That's how that, it was? That yeah. was in Sydney uh, back in 2006, so yeah, you, you might have that one. Nice work, Brad. You come along <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Um Yeah, looking at the, some more of the positives, uh, standouts, Tohu Harris, uh, three daily end points, uh, nine out of ten in the TWL ratings. He was immense. Uh, best game he's played for the club. What a workhorse, man. Yeah. 48, 48 tackles and over 200 metres. I've, I'd kind of gone off him a little bit until he's um, just gone through the motions. But, man, he was... that. Oh, that's he, what uh, everyone goes on about, I guess. Why he was so highly yeah. rated when he came from Melbourne. And what we missed a little bit of last year. Yeah, definitely missed half the season injured last year. Um, hopefully we get him, have him on the park... Um, Forever a game and get that sort of return. Yeah, there's him and then that other the guy I like everyone hate Blair. That was yeah. that was oh. like Blair in a Kiwis jersey out there in the weekend. It, oh, it was. It was. I thought it was close to his best game for the Warriors. Um, 
again big work right the, the, you know you seem to see him involved but just the um the aggression bit of mongrel in there and a lot of intent whether in attack or defense uh yeah seems to do something to him if he gets to start at prop he yeah, it's got, it's got to stay, doesn't it? He's got to stay there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, really, really happy with him. Happy to be proved wrong by Blair. Um, and if that's what we're going to get from him every week, uh, yeah, no problem with him taking that fourth year of his deal, that's for sure. Um, no, not at all. Uh, Roger was great after two, two probably of his quietest performances in the first two rounds. He was uh, highly involved again. Looks like they've just thrown that plan out the window to let him inject himself when he wants. He was just an absolute workhorse in everything, taking yeah. the tough carries. And that's, with this team that he's got around him, that's basically the only way he can play, I think. Yep, yep. He was he was spot on. And, and Lawton was the other one, wasn't it? The other standout. Yep, well, still got a couple jotted down here, but Lawton was very oh, good coming, coming on uh, for an injured Peter Hicku. Um, yeah, Lawton, he's bulked up. He, Gee, where's he speaking? He looks like, um, we, and he plays a fair bit like him, just as versatile, but he looked kind of like a Lewis Brown build. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to help. Like, I don't mind him maybe being more turned into a centre. You look at him there, he'd give good service to a winger at him because he's a sharp passer of the ball from dummy half. And he's got he's got a bit of energy to him, and I, I liked his um, body language with Ken out there on the flank yeah. in the weekend. The two of them looked like they were having a lot of fun together. And he uh, goes looking for the ball a bit more, and it's Warriors centres can tend to to stay in that uh, channel a bit much. He he roamed around a bit, so yeah, he'll be in the centres this week with Hiku out with a rib problem, but Lawton, good to see him getting that opportunity. He actually debuted um, as a centre. For the Gold Coast, this is the only game he started in the NRL back in 2016 at centre. Broke his leg at Mount Smart. Um, that's, that's the, right. Uh, that was as a centre. So, yeah, back where it all began. Um, Ali Katoa, he picked up um, a Dally end point. He was magnificent again. Player's player in the first two weeks. He was probably even better um, the other day. He First knows where strong. to put himself, eh? Yeah, runs great lines. He's He looks like a... It'd be too big to be as uh, mobile and nimble as he is, but he gets around and uh, yeah, does plenty of work, runs great lines. Absolutely love him. Dally and Rookie of the Year contender for yeah. sure. I haven't seen anyone else, uh, any other newcomers really put their hand up across the nah. NRL, so he might be in with a chance there. Yeah, no, yeah, not yet anyway. Yeah, he's sharp. He's going to make the um, halves look that much better too because... They're just going to have to serve him the ball in the gap that he's already found. Yeah. It's just going to be a ripple effect. Um, And the other one who dished up a bit of humble pie for us, Cody Nicarima. Um, Two Dalian points. One of his best games for the club. Oh, for the club. It's one of his best games even from Brisbane. That's one of his best games, I think. Yeah. He, um, He played good, man. Real good. Just getting his hands on the ball a lot, running a lot, but not just, just... just pigeonholing himself out on the the left edge and not going looking for it. He was, um, yeah, it was yeah. Good. that that uh, break that he made just before he scored the the uh, match ceiling try. He, he um, did that out of dummy half. So good to see him, you know, mixing it up a bit. And and people have been having a nudge at Green for having a quiet game, but he could he could just manage the game silently, kick the corners. He would have been doing a lot of organising 
He might not have been a parent doing anything fancy. His kicking game was awesome the first half, but I, yeah, I thought it took a lot of pressure off Green as well. Yeah, you mentioned that. He, um, he came in for a fair bit of criticism on TWR's page, just particularly because I gave him a decent rating. He was heavily involved in all three tries, uh, some some pretty ordinary kicks, but also some, some great kicks, I thought, in the second half as they were trying to sort of close the game out, shut the Dragons out of it, found the line, found the grass a bit more. And 35 tackles, that's enormous for a halfback. Is, is that right? Mm. So, um, yeah, I stand by my praise of Black Green. Certainly wasn't perfect. No, he's not the most creative half going around, but he is who he is. And, um, yeah, 18-0, I think can say that he uh, got the job done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Full stop. Mm. Um, a couple of others just to mention. Gerard Beale, not too bad out there. Seems to just be sort of holding up a jersey, really, but he um, didn't do anything wrong and had a bit, a bit more presence than we've seen from him. Yeah, it, it just seems a bit lightweight, doesn't he? It gets, it's all skippy. He doesn't even run at the line. Yeah, it doesn't I'll, I'll, steam I'll, onto I'll, the ball. He sort of—it's almost yeah. like he gets it and then decides what to do. Then jinx and jives and then tries to get. Mm. Yeah, but no, he, you couldn't really argue anything he'd done though. Like he was—he didn't do anything wrong. It's uh, just how Bill plays. Uh, Jack Murchie, warrior number two four four, pretty solid debut, I thought. Um, yeah, big big lump of a lad. He is a size. He's definitely a front row, eh? Yeah, I'm surprised I that he's sort of come over. Well, it's listed as a second row, but yeah, it definitely seems like a middle. Yeah. Um, but I like him. like the look of him. Yeah, so do I. Good solid. Defense. Just solid as a rock. Uh, probably the um, only guy that 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 um, harshed our buzz a little bit was uh, poor old Wade, Wade Egan. Still trying to find his way in the, in the side. Oh, he is, and he's got to ditch that no-look pass. That was breaking me, absolutely. And he must have, he could have got pulled up for about 10 forward passes yeah, in that game. Yeah, I saw a bit of that on uh, social media, and yeah, he definitely could have got pulled up. Uh, and the no-look yeah, passes and the, are just pointless, because he's doing it eight metres before the line, so it's not like you're <laughs> tricking anyone. And not fooling no one. Not no. Fooling. And, it's, and a couple of times in that first, on the second half, he had a couple of extra darts. But in that first half, there was a couple of prime opportunities for a hooker to get out of W half and snatch 10 metres. Yeah. And it just, it, he passed it and a little bit disjointed, like you see, he's finding his way. It was, a better, it was a better effort that he played. Yeah, and he's seen, you know, he can tr- direct things all right around the ruck and, uh, you know, does have a crisp pass yeah. on it, even if it's a little bit line ball. But yeah, only three runs for 15 metres. I think I saw half of those metres come in one run where he down a dummy half had them back peddling, then threw a cutout no look pass that went to ground. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd still at the moment I'd rather have him. He seems safer to me than Roach with Lawton playing in the centres. I yeah. think he's still a safer option for me. <laughs> yeah, just need to see a bit more. If, if Roach is somewhat fully fit, I don't know. It's hard to change a, a winning side and. And if Egan is uh, playing his part on a winning side, then happy to keep him there. But yeah, we'll monitor. Oh, we'll jury's out. Yeah. Um, now a lot of people, and definitely me included, were concerned that the the new rules might um, have a negative impact on the Warriors. Just you know, not being able to 
to slow down the ruck at all and just getting steamrolled, we actually um, made great use of it and yeah. scored some points on the back of it. And uh, yeah, and yeah, uh, I liked it. I think that rule was a win for NRL in general. The oh. whole weekend was pretty cool just seeing momentum. There was a lot of momentum stymied in some of the rules. But now it's just a steamroller charging down. You can sort of get up out of your seat. Yeah. Um, now, I did I did uh, take some some stats down. Mm-hmm. I'll have to try and find them. There's some fascinating stats about... Uh, just about the extra minutes the ball was in play and um, and all that sort of thing and and the amount of uh, six again calls there were I think there was about fifty over the weekend so uh, the yeah real real momentum changes and the Warriors defended the ones that they gave away quite well so yeah. there was a, more than at least a couple and uh, but they managed to back it up with some good defence um, yeah. Yeah, but overall, big fan of the new rules. Uh, Warriors attack, still a lot of work to do. Not really getting much ball out wide. Um, our wingers, but uh, yeah, I guess you can't complain yeah, too much that, of that in now. Yeah, that's why I reckon I'd, I'd very rather see um, Morton partnered up with uh, Fuss. I'm um, not Fuss, sorry, Ken out on the wing. Just for that delivery, a bit more delivery. That jinking and jiving, that slows down Ken's run on the outside of Beal as well. Yeah. yeah. I think the attack, I, I, that's the only negative I would have liked to have beaten them by 30 with that performance. Yeah, they could have, I think it was still 20-odd minutes to go and they got out to 18-0. Certainly could have put a couple more on. Um, but again, they it was, it was a weird feeling, even during the first half, even at 6-0, I never felt like they weren't in control. Or that they were going nah. to throw it away. That could, it was uh, potentially partly because of how bad the dragons were. But um, yeah, it was the most unnervy I've been watching a game. I think. Uh, and what a great way to start! It actually makes you believe that the finals are actually a possibility. Yeah, yeah, and especially with a couple of other teams around the comp playing like dirt. Yeah, that's right. Um, some yeah. pretty well fancy teams as well. Uh, there was six teams that went into round two, uh, round three, without a win. Um, us and the Roosters were the only ones to get off the mark. So, yeah, not a bad stat there. Sharks, Dragons, Bulldogs, Titans, still all winless. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're terrible teams. They are mm. terrible teams, the a shark, lot of them. Sharks have been competitive. They, they could have easily won all three of their games, but they... Um, Kind of blow it off, just blow out. I reckon they're going to have that season. I reckon it's going to be this. They'll miss the eight that lot. Yeah, well, Dragons were just in all sorts. Bulldogs, terrible, can't score points, and the Titans are a mess. So, um, yeah, I'd still be surprised to see the Sharks make a charge at some point, but not a great start. In a 20-round season, you start 0-3, and it's a long way back. There's no effort from them, man. They, 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 no one's, some of those tackles that Dugan missed to give away mm. tries it's just weak oh, did you see Wade Graham uh, stare daggers oh, at, at Dugan and uh, <laughs> I forget who the other guy is that missed the tackle but jeez he was fuming he was, I feel sorry for him he, I, I think the Sharks might be on their way back to their good old bad days mm. some interesting changes this week when we run through the round 4 preview uh, a couple of other things out of round three besides the new rules. Um, Newcastle Knights, unbelievably gutsy. 
crazy. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, it was crazy. Down, <laughs> down 14 0, Mitchell Pierce out in the opening minutes. Connor Watson gone early, already without Ponga, already without Fitzgibbon. Uh, Mitch Barnett, and yeah, it came from 14 points down to force a draw, and they should have won it. Oh, the, the Edric Lee, old uh, Kelly. He, uh, oh, God. oh, man. He wasn't hey, believing hey, he could oh, fly yeah, after that. Terrible. That was it. Wasn't a bad. It wasn't a good pass from old Bradman Best, the um, the young Nugget. But uh, yeah, they they blew that one really to try an extra time. Although I did feel sorry for for the young Panther that had about six shots at field goal and hit the post um, <laughs> in Golden Point. Oh, that's, oh, that game there was the only one that ruined my was a blip on my perfect selections last week. Yeah, incredible stuff. Um, only one I got wrong, bloody golden. Well, was it golden point? No, I yeah. got the wrong game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Golden yeah, yeah, point yeah. draw, yeah. yeah sorry. Um, yeah, and in a round of blowouts, it was, um, yeah, a very, a very rare golden point draw. Mm. Um, yeah. Raiders, Eels and Manly all looked very, very strong. Jeez. Jeez, that Raiders half. He, he's got to be... He'd be worth a cheeky buck on um, Daily End Player of the Year. Man, we definitely got the three points on the weekend and, and man, he's pulling a Jack Whiten on us after we slagged him off in the preseason, that's for sure. How was that hit that he put yeah, on? Yeah, wow. yeah, crushed Pappenhausen. Um, yeah, looking good. The Raiders, uh, Eels dealt to the Broncos on Friday night and Manly just canted past the Bulldogs. It'd be good to see them... Um, up against some better opposition. I think it is Manly Parramatta this week. Jeez, that'll be good. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, that was quite a hard watch. I wanted to watch that one, but it was a nothing game. They just, like you said, did pretty much put it in first and glid, glided yeah. the whole way through. Yeah. Um, Dean Pay and Paul McGregor on very thin ice. Rumours that they've only got one or two games to turn things around. Um, geez, that's pretty tough after bang on, I'm not sure what the Dragon situation was, but Dean Pay took, he was um, on leave without pay during the, the uh, lockdown and you know, it could be without a job altogether, but their teams are just going so bad. Ah, terrible teams, yeah. It's lockdown, schmockdown now, it's body season, and um, yeah, their teams are terrible. Um, yeah, you mentioned uh, when you, I don't want to um, dredge up the recent past too much, but um, you were you were pretty dirty on Steve Kearney last week, and even already talking about new uh, new coaches. Um, just moving on from that though, the NRL.com ran a piece uh, just saying, uh, surveying all the writers about who was the best coach on the market that doesn't currently uh, have an NRL job, and the Walker brothers' name came up uh, a few times, so they're still yeah. still in people's thoughts. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I know, but uh, man, Mooks, we're tight again, man. We're tight again. Good, good, good. good. Like, I, yeah, I, had to, I went for a walk and just, just got out in the bush for a bit. <laughs> sort of sat, just sat and listened to the creek flow. And yeah, nah, me and Mooks are in a good place again, bud. Um, but with the Walker brothers, a bit of the uh, argument for them getting getting a run, uh, that um, in our clubs have probably been too conservative in the past, but with these new rules... They're the kind of um, innovative coaches that could thrive. Mm, um, yeah, so, yeah, maybe, maybe, um, maybe Tom I'm. Tell. 
there's not too much out there. There's uh, Craig Fitzgibbon came up a fair bit, and uh, Jason Riles, but and guys that have uh, had a chance and don't have a, a gig anymore. Trent Barrett, Griffin, John Cartwright, those sort of guys. So yeah, those three are gone. They'll never coach again, will they? Those three? You wouldn't. Yeah. Barrett. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to see. Cartwright. No. No, he's a, he's a good assistant, Cartwright. Griffin some... Griffin didn't really. He didn't do himself any favours. Nah, that that messy exit from Penrith is uh, yeah. not going to win you too many. Something they got it's just Toby then, isn't it? Yeah, Toby's my uh, all-time backup. Uh, but yeah, so all in all, great to have the footy back. There wasn't too many close contests, but geez, it was uh, good to see some live sport on TV. It was. Um, it was. Moving on to this week, Teamless Tuesday. Uh, as we mentioned, Peter Haku out, Ignatius Parsi suspended. Uh, so we see Carl Lawton come into the centres. Uh, that means two new faces on the bench. Josh Curran, who we're very uh, happy about. And uh, the new come of the lone player from the Roosters, uh, Pawasa Far Masili. Um, looking forward to see how he goes and how long What's he like? Do you know anything of him? Not a great deal. He's sort of slipped me by really but he's played 20 odd games for the Roosters over the last few seasons not too much last year it was more 2018 that he uh, got quite a few runs so he was I, a Warriors junior wasn't he uh, he's from Auckland I don't know that he was actually in the Warriors system oh, well, oh okay yeah Auckland born but um, yeah obviously highly rated the Roosters have still got him around given all the talent they can uh, run around in New South Wales Cup and the Fords yeah uh, true so yeah, he'll yeah, be no. he'll be uh, fizzing for an opportunity in the NRL, and hopefully goes good. Yeah, all those those forced changes have made nice little trial runs for a couple of players we wanted to see anyway. So there's no gripes at all about this team this week. Yeah, um, yeah, disappointed. Haku, one of our more uh, silky skilled backs, but yeah, Lord. So what's it, what's actually wrong with him? What was the diagnosis uh, a, on him? A rib injury, but I haven't seen any. Um, time frame on his return yeah. so yeah we'll wait and see what happens there um, only change for the Panthers Liam Martin coming on to the, the uh, Panthers bench he's a good player um, Nathan Cleary still out uh, so we'll see yeah. Matt Byrne and Jerome Luai in the halves this Friday 8 o'clock it's a, yeah. oh, it's good. I can't decide if I'm going to go somewhere and watch it or park up on the couch and have a couple of blokes around and I don't know. I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, it's always a bit of a gamble with the Warriors. You don't want to be out in public if they get absolutely oh, no. hammered. Especially being in Dunedin where you've got a couple of your mates like, oh yeah, we'll go watch the Warriors who have no interest in rugby yeah. league anyway and it's, they just go, yeah, it's disappointing being embarrassed in front of fans sometimes. Yep, and all the cliches come out, and you're like, you've just yeah. dredging that up from like 2004. You heard someone say that, and you've just been repeating it ever since. <laughs> nah, maybe I'll stay at home. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> um, um, yeah, what, how what are you your thoughts on this team? Well, yeah, I guess we've just got to take it on face value of last week. That sort of effort, that sort of commitment is going to go halfway to winning this game. Um, Panthers, I was certainly more scared of them before last week, but to see them uh, blow it against the Knights when they had everything in their favour, really. Uh, good sign for the Warriors, especially if they 
the completion rate stays up around uh, 95% or whatever it was. So, yeah, just probably need to find a few more options in attack. The Panthers are definitely going to throw a lot more at us than the Dragons did with the ball, so, you know, yeah, a couple of tries for kicks might not be enough. Um, and, yeah, uh, but you a lot more positive about it, yeah, like you said, than a couple of weeks ago. This is, um, yeah, yeah. Um, we can be very competitive. And if we get the win, look out. Be two, oh, two and two. We'll be, uh, yeah. Get on that bus. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a good. It's a perfect test, I think. The Panthers aren't one of the heavyweights, uh, but they've been in good form, unbeaten, one of only um, four unbeaten teams. So, yeah, Eels, Raiders, Knights, and the Panthers. Obviously, those two having the draw. Everyone else has had a loss. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I just I like the matchup. It's a great test to see where where the Warriors are at. Um, Nathan Cleary out. I think that that is handy for us. Um, it's a they, nice, yeah. They've got their game breakers. I you know, worry about guys like Kakao, uh, the new guy, Stephen Crichton, you know, on the uh, Brian Tor on the on the wing. Um but yeah, I think we can I think we can handle it. I reckon our forwards can handle them anyway. That lot that we're picking at the moment. Our forwards yeah. oh, I've got a lot of I like this forward pack at the moment. It's that sort of aggression, work rate and, and commitment. Yeah. It's a shame our uh, um, got suspended. He was at, oh sorry Ignatius. He was yeah. playing pretty sharp. He was awesome with the ball last weekend. Yeah, he did come off the bench uh, pretty well. But again, it's a it's a pretty good sign that we're not. Um, it's kind of almost an afterthought, um, despite all the injuries we've got to our middle forwards. So yeah, yeah. what a you know, yeah. it's going to be an interesting situation when everyone's available. Jazz is likely to be back uh, later in the year. Something we didn't mention last week. And yeah, um, I think gone for the year, but we'll certainly have a few options when everyone's on deck. So things are looking a hell of a lot better oh. than they were seven days ago. Oh mate, way better, way yeah. better. We just need to secure Ben Murdoch for start. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't look like they're going to let him go uh, this nah, year. No, it doesn't. Uh, stingy bastards. But um, what's that? What's that line that they all pull though to get out of their contract? Um, something like homesick or there's um, yeah, I think there's a line it was, it was talking about just walking out on the contract um, so yeah I, guess we'll, I, I think it could become null and void because of the pay cut scenario or something yeah we'll see what happens there uh, it'd be a good addition obviously um, I guess the other the unknown factor is how long obviously they look totally galvanised by the situation they're in um, talked a lot afterwards about the positives of being, you know, cooped up together, getting to know each other better, bonding. Uh, they're sort of spread out all over Auckland, probably don't spend as much time as some other NRL clubs do um, of their downtime. But, uh, yeah, forced into this situation, it, it seemed to have a good effect so far. But, you know, when does the novelty wear off that? Yeah, yeah hopefully not. For at least four weeks, yeah, if they and, can, then, and then they then they can get the confidence that they've got to yeah. they can win, and then you can ride that way for a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If they can parlay this, what's happening now, into uh, a few straight wins, it'll be massive. Um, I think we've, we don't have the worst draw coming up. I know the Cowboys are in there somewhere. Um, 
I know there's a game against the Storm coming up soon, so yeah, this would be a huge one to win. Yeah, um, yeah. I look forward to this. And no doubt you're tipping the Warriors, getting on to our yeah. tips for the weekend. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll get if we, yeah, we'll go into that. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, um, going on to round four opens up on Thursday night with Broncos all of a sudden under a bit of pressure and massive underdogs at home against the Roosters. Oh, they're going to lose another one here. Yeah, that would uh, be bad after starting two and zero, looking good. They're just Losing troops all over the show. Um, yeah, Alex Glenn injured, horrific leg gash, and Katoni Stag suspended. So another couple of guys out. I don't know Jack Turpin, I think, is in doubt. Yeah, tough one. I think the Roosters will get the job done here. Do you know one thing that slipped me with the Broncos? Where's Andrew McCulloch gone to? Uh, the Knights. Yeah, I did not know that went down. Ah, man. It's quite a, quite a big uh, story <laughs> for half a day there. Yeah, I really took that lock there. Yeah, it's um right yeah, on I right did, on the I eve of the uh, return though. It was it was very close to the end of it. So yeah, so yeah. he was playing for the Broncos at the start of the year. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, only yeah. the, the oh, last week yeah. or two of uh, of the of the um, shutdown that that he went to the Knights. Yeah. And, oh, sorry. Anyway, back to the game, I suppose. Yeah, the Roosters there, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go Roosters as well. I haven't seen any of the games, but I've seen Broncos try to play, and they were terrible last week. Uh, Roosters very good winners over Rabbits last week. Late game on Friday, Storm and Rabbitohs. Uh, Storm are both looking to bounce back uh, from heavyweight defeats. Uh, Storm dumped by the Raiders, looked pretty, yeah, made to look pretty ordinary. And Rabbitohs, I thought they hung in pretty well actually against. The Roosters to not get get uh, absolutely thumped in the end, but yeah, still um, a few problems there. Still Cody Walker out. Still no James Roberts. And yep. yeah, it's a storm for me. This is, yeah, this is a tough one, but I'm gonna I'm leaning towards Storm as well. But I think it's gonna be real close. Two battling teams at the moment. Hmm. Um. Yeah. The Storm just grinded their way to a couple early wins, so they off to a. A decent enough start on um, the table. Um, Rabbit's just the one one so far, so we'll be desperate to get back on the wagon. Um, Saturday kicks off. Jesus, is a good game. Parramatta Manly. Oh, what time of day? It's uh, 5.30. Oh, stop it. Well, hang That's on. epic. Wait, wait on, it's 7.30. There's only two games on Saturday. My apologies. That's a shame, but yeah, 7.30 at Bankwest. That's a, that's a ripper. God, I hope it's pissing down. I want to sit in my lounge with the fire roaring, pissing down rain, watching that game. Uh, both teams, uh, big winners last week, pretty much at full strength. It was, I think Nathan Brown's the only one still to come back for the Eels, and um, yeah, Seagull was pretty much full strength. So This is almost, I think of this game this week, it's almost like a preliminary final type set. This is what I could yeah. imagine happening at the end of the year. One of these two teams... Playing to go into the finals. I'm, con- yeah. I'm convinced Manly are going to be in in that prelim situation. Eels certainly have the ability to, but I'm just just uh, super convinced about the Seagulls at the moment. T- Man, just some of the like Moses Suley, he's a world beater now. Rejected the Dragons to re-sign with with Manly midweek. Uh, Tom Trebojevic, close to the best player in the game. Uh, big forward pack with a lot of skill and variety. Yeah. 
It's a great roster. Yeah, still I'm not still not sold on Levi. Yeah, that's yeah one one. That's area the there. only niggle I've got. But they yeah. How do you pick this one, man? Well, I'm going with Manly, but I think it's probably only because I've got a bit of a boner for them at the moment. Um, oh, it's uh, Parramatta my it. second team, but I'm going with you. Yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, great test. Maybe maybe. Sorry. No, no. Maybe yes. Maybe my second team's changed. I haven't found my new one yet. Mm. Yeah, your second team. Do yours vary from? Yeah, I haven't had a. Yeah, they do. Um, Who's yours at the moment? Probably, I guess, Manly at the moment. Yeah. Um, Which yeah, I never thought I'd say that, but uh, there's just no one else. Um, And maybe I'm still a little bit on the Raiders train from last year, and I'd still like to see them in the drought and all that. If it came down to the end of the year. Yeah. I'm leaning towards Manly and Tigers. Tigers, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I like the Tigers, man. I, and I like Maguire, yeah. Anywho, so we're going... That was way off track. Yeah. Both so, Manly, though? So that, yeah. Both Manly? Um, yeah. The other game on Saturday, Cowboys-Sharks. Uh, still yeah, hard to get excited about the Cowboys at the moment. They beat the Titans, beat the Bulldogs, but... Uh, lost to the Broncos in the first round. Yeah, interesting one here. Good chance for the Sharks to get back on track. Yeah, it is. I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I've got more. I think Cowboys are going to, if anyone's going to improve, it's going to be the Cowboys as opposed to that Sharks team at the moment. Uh, they made a couple of interesting changes. Matt Moylan into 5 8. Yeah. Kennedy at fullback. Uh, yeah, Ta- uh, Townsend, I guess, is out injured. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, our boy, um, Toby Rudolph, he started last week. He thought he went all right. God, he's like a god out there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, the Cowboys, I don't know. Just just not enthused by them. Bit of a grudge match. Um, Valentine Holmes playing against his old club that he uh, skipped out on to play NFL. Wade Graham had a bit of a dig at him in the media, so a bit of an interesting one there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tip the Sharks here, and I think that um, oh. Sean Johnson... Uh, yeah, a couple of pretty average games. He'll uh, rediscover what he had in that in the first round against South. And that's where we part ways on the same picks. I'm going cows. We were so close to a perfect round. Um, we were. Okay. Fair Sunday. Enough. Sunday. That's a good one. Uh, it's the, the six o'clock game. Still no Sunday afternoon action yet. Uh, but yeah, six o'clock on Sunday. Raiders nights. At Campbelltown. Mm. Yeah, that is a good one. Raiders will flog them. Well, Raiders will absolutely flog these guys this well, weekend. Oh, you reckon? Uh, Ponger and Pierce back in the side. McCulloch yeah. uh, to start for the Knights with Connor Tracy out. And Tex Hoy onto the bench. Went good, uh, Tex Hoy. Yeah, they did. Well, I, they did. I, I just think this Raiders team are a machine, man. Yeah, they're, they're tough to. Yeah, they just roll through you, and with Whiten and Williams playing off the back of them, bunch of uh, big strapping backs out wide. It's there's just no lead up. Yeah, in hindsight, getting rid of old Caesar for Williams has been a masterstroke. It's yep. just taken that back line to another level where the Fords were on another level. They got the whole whole kit now. So there goes our um, application to become you know, our recruitment managers after. Uh, Campaigning for for Caesar ahead of Williams, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, anyway, terrible. Uh, yeah, Raiders 
to get the win there. And uh, your potential second favourite team close out the round at Suncorp against the Titans. Tigers Titans on Sunday. Oh yeah, Tigers Titans. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Titans poor buggers. They could only I be the Bulldogs or the Dragons at the moment. They they won't come close. I don't think. I just no. don't see how how they they can have named pretty much the same team. Except for bringing yeah, Bryce Cartwright into the team, I don't understand that at all. Uh, young team brought up... onto the bench, but yeah, not much going on there. No, nothing. It's, yeah, hopefully Tigers at least make it into a, a decent watch. They yeah. put on a bit of a show. Uh, now the Tigers, I was super impressed with their front rowers, Josh, Josh uh, Alloy and Thomas McKayley. Man, they yeah. went well yeah. last week against the Sharks. LOA was into it. Yeah, and uh, look, Garner's—he's a hell of a player. Yeah, uh, they might have something here. The Tigers. Poor old Chrissy Lawrence is well and truly gone, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's doing his oh. job off the bench, but yeah. Yeah, he spilt the ball was first touch on. Oh yeah, poor bugger's done. He's only about twenty-three, isn't he? <laughs> Didn't he start playing when he was fourteen? Interestingly, that was the first NRL game I ever went to was his debut at, the, at Suncorp Tigers-Broncos when he, he was 17 and scored that runaway try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, first game I went to. Um, nice. So nice. he must be, by my calculations, only just into his 30s. He's been around forever. It's yeah, he's injuries. a lot younger than you think. Oh, so that's the rounds wrapped up. Um, yeah. the, the only difference is that Saturday night game, Cronulla and Cowboys. Yeah. Um, yeah, should be a good round. Some definitely some big games to look forward to. And what, so, what have we got next? Uh, nostalgia corner. Are we on to? Are we gonna run oh, yeah. nostalgia corner? So last we'll week, a quick we, one uh, out. Yeah, last week we uh, brought you the, our, our favourite players of the nineties. This week, uh, the, the players, and we were just kids then. But you know, bear in mind. The players that we didn't really like during the 90s. Just grinded your gears. Everyone has them. Doesn't mean they're bad guys. You just, for some yeah. reason, you, yeah. they've um, yeah got under your skin. Yeah, who, who you got? Or uh, do you want me to go? Or you got, yeah, you or go, you got you a go. story? No, no, I don't have, I don't really have <laughs> stories this week. I didn't write to any of these guys, so. Yeah. <laughs> Abusive letters got... with Women's Day letters uh, cut out and threatening them all. <laughs> now, my list, it's funny because the first one on my list is one of your favourites. And Alfie Langer, man, I did, oh. he, he used to disturb the living shit out of me, that guy. <laughs> I, used, I just remember the Sydney gun, hit the little fucker, <laughs> just hit the. <laughs> And obviously you respect, you understand as you get, because like you said earlier, we were 10 or 11, so you understand why they were good. So he, he was high on the first one. Jamie Ainscoe, I don't know, it was just the way commentators said, Jamie Ainscoe. <laughs> and that's the reason 12-year-old Brad didn't like him, because <laughs> yeah. of the way his name was said. And the other one, it's funny, I wrote this down, trying to think of him, and then when I thought about it, it's like, if this was now... I'd love this dude, and he'd be my hero, and I'd just have his jerseys, everything. Wayne Barnhill. <laughs> David you know Barn. David, oh, David Barnhill. You're, you're getting Wayne Bartram and David Barnhill yeah, melded together. Too. <laughs> yeah, so that hideous mullet would have looked like your hairdo on lockdown. <laughs> with the bald on top, that spaggy New South Wales jersey. Yeah, the, the head tape. 
tape he was a mess mm. but I'd love him now if he's going around yeah. and then just finally is it the whole um, any player in the 1993 St. George team that wore white torpedo cycle oh, pants underneath. Oh, man, alive. <laughs> Prime against rugby league fashion, that was. <laughs> I remember that shit. Yeah. I had a mate, Hayden Potts. He thought it was cool. Hayden used to play for Cobden. <laughs> and he was, he, he got he got a pair. He was like, fuck you. <laughs> got a pair of these torpedo pants. But he was the skinniest man in the world. And they were baggy <laughs> under the... <laughs> and the pants would slip forward and back because it wasn't actually cycle pants onto any thighs. Oh, man. So they were actually... I was As I tend to do, go through old um, rugby league weeks and the like, and I saw the actual um, advertisement for them. And so they had, like, big padding in them. And so it was yeah. just to stop, like, uh, cork thighs and that sort of thing. But, geez, I'd rather get a cork thigh every week than wear those. Yeah, they thought they were making some sort of technolog- technological step in mm. league wear that so season. The, the guys that I remember wearing them in that team, Ian Heron, um, <laughs> they definitely didn't help with his pace. Jason Donnelly, the um, the uh, Kiwi winger. And, um, yep. yeah, Noel Goldthorpe, I'm pretty sure, got around in the, He rolled uh, them. Uh, and, Brad McKay brought them. Yeah, Tony Priddle. And, and I'm pretty sure Neil Tenney and... Um, and Jason Stevens got around them a fair bit as well. It was probably the whole team, but those are the guys yeah. that just stand out. Maybe they they had them on when uh, the picture for their um, trading card was taken. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, the guys that that uh, got under my skin, uh, Dennis Betts, I just thought was the most overhyped, uh, underperforming by the Warriors ever had. This is probably from my old man um, yelling at him to do something, but geez, he was appalling, for the, for, especially for the money we, we splashed out oh, on. Yeah. Just here for a holiday. Um, now this guy, I quite like him looking back, um, but at the time, he, he was the pits for me, being a big Queensland fan, Rod Wishart. His big, big thighs, his red face, and yeah, I don't know, didn't, wasn't a big fan of the Steelers. Just Rod Wishart was uh, just didn't do it for me. But like terrible around around yeah. the corner run up and his goal kicking one that yeah, didn't come right arc. back on himself. Yeah. yeah, he must have kicked it a good sixty-seven percent, though. Not bad. Nah, he, he he grind my gears a little bit. Um, and uh, Jason Taylor, uh, this might be affected Ooh. by the the negative. Um, I know you're a big Bears fan, so you probably loved him. I was, I was, yeah, I loved that Jason um, as a player. Now I did have a negative um, experience with him in person at the end of his career, which I have talked about on the podcast. Um, but but actually during his career, he just seemed like someone that was always having a bit of a whinge on the field. And yeah, just just someone that made my blood boil when I when I saw him out there. And then he, there was that story about how he, him and a couple of other bears went to the the cricket at the SCG on New Year's Day yeah. there and um, tipped, tipped a cup of urine on some unsuspecting patrons. So Yeah, yeah didn't they chuck it up in the Mexican wave or something, didn't they? They pissed it in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a maggot move. That's pretty haggard. Mm. Was, yeah. No, that, that's a fair one. Dennis yeah. Betts is an out of it. Well, I suppose, yeah. How to hate this? Isn't he like hating a waterfall? <laughs> he seemed to be a nice guy. 
yeah, no, I just that wasn't that wasn't enough for me. He was amazing at Wigan, and I remember um, when he when he was here, and then he uh, had a terrible season for us. And then captain Great Britain in a series against the Kiwis and was a world beater. We did win oh, the series three 0 but he was easily the best player. Um, where, where was that form? Anyway, yeah, that that no would feelings. have been annoying. Um, yeah, that's all we got for nostalgia corner. Um, anything for music box this week? Any any tips for the uh, people jotting um, down? Your songs I've found there? I've found a dude called AWOL One. And then I've just been, I've been into just old tricycle quest. I've been pretty, it's been a busy week, mate. I've been under the pump. I've been under the pump on site. <laughs> so I haven't had a, I haven't had a chance to stop and put on some beats or some music. Really. Maybe tomorrow night I'll be a, yeah. see what I can find. Just How about you? Um, yeah, I've been the same, nothing new popping up. So just going back to the, the old uh, trusty, a lot of MF Doom, some, uh, mm. some Jay Dilla, Mad Lib. Um, I got into MF Dune in the lockdown. He's he's pretty rad, actually. Oh, I didn't man. get it. I didn't get it for a long time there, but I get it now, he's, and it's cool. He's so prolific, um, and and yeah, for me, it all stems from the Mad Villainy album. Definitely one of my favourites of all time. Rad. Yeah. I might check out that whole album actually. Yeah, it's, I'm uh, just scratch. I'm just scratching the surface on him at the moment. Oh, there's uh, so many rabbit holes you can go down because he's got about forty five different names and. Songs oh, all no, over the place, featuring on about ten thousand different artists' songs. So, yeah, I can put something together for you if you like, man. Yeah, just just yeah, a little, yeah. little starter pack. Yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, do that. Bangers. I get me hooked on bangers, yeah. and then I get deep. I, I need a hook song to then go tunneling around to find stuff yeah. after that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now I've done a bit of digging. Obviously, the music box was created because uh, of your great idea to ask uh, people around the game what they listen to, what gets them fired up for a game, what they listen to to relax, etc. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, with the, the way the competition is, not doing a lot of interviews at the moment, so I haven't really got uh, too far into that besides talking to some coaches during the pre-season, but I have dug up some um, just a few, few old things. Last week we heard what a, a 20-year-old Greg Alexander got down on. Uh, boasting about his his uh, twenty CD strong collection, um, <laughs> the, I've got a few uh, a few nineteen ninety three uh, player profiles, and they asked um, who their favourite bands were. So remember Jack Alscott, Rookie of the Year. Oh yeah, pretty yeah. Jack. He yeah. went on to race uh, Super Utes and V eight in a class yeah, below V eight right. Supercars. Yeah. yeah, ended up being a good player at the Roosters too. Um, Jack Elskid, he was. This was when he was only nineteen, but he was into a bit of Van Halen. Of course, he was. <laughs> He's a bit of a pretty boy. I was kind of respected him a bit more after that. Um, Noel Goldthorpe, we just talked about him with the uh, bike pants on. Jimmy Barnes, a bit every no. second player said Jimmy Barnes. Yeah, no um, shit. And Laurie Daly, at the time New South Wales captain, still only twenty three or so though in nineteen ninety three, um, liked a bit of soul music. Soul. Mm, maybe. What do you reckon? A bit of Chardé <laughs> getting or his, getting his creep on. Yeah. Lodge. Yeah, that's making me yeah. Bit, bit cold and sweaty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah soul, I mentioned Laurie Daly was soul going around the lozers, and he's got some soul music on. Yeah, he would have been. Then, he would have been such a heartthrob back then as well. And oh, he would have yeah, too. It's like, 
come back to my yeah. place and I'll put some seal on. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, but um, yeah, so that's Music Box and that's the show for this week. Yeah, um, boom. Yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in and we'll um, yeah, enjoy the game on Friday night. We'll catch you on the other side. <laughs>